Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 5000. Times are tough, and I've had to take on a sidekick transporting radioactive waste. But don't worry, it's only dangerous if you breathe. Have a nice flight. the pod, uh, pilots or whatever the podcast this thing, this thing we do <laughs> we're busy talking about ted cruz's massive rally <laughs> my name is Aaron. <laughs> you know, with me as always is my massive rally cameron how are you doing today honey i'm uh, just taking stage right now i have lots of things to say about none of them true <laughs> not one of them is true <laughs> but it will inflame people's passions yeah Who's excited about the potential hanging of a traitor? I I, I have been quoting like <laughs> the mummy for the last three days. Is yeah, like, I would. Pay- I would pay thirty thousand to see this man hang. <laughs> man, I would. I would pay a ton of money to watch just him to watch hang. him die. Just to watch him die. We're not talking about anybody in particular. I by want the a way. public execution here, and I want to watch that bitch hang. Pay per. And view. I really hope his neck doesn't break. I want to watch him strangled to death. I think. He weighs enough that it might actually detach from his body. There will be bets placed. Oh, yeah. I'm betting a ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, none of this is going to happen. No, they would never. They would N- never. Never, never. But never. if they wanted to like get rid of the national deficit, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. This public execution. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. They'd then- make so much money. <laughs> We're really advocating for kind of a dystopian thing. Now. Well, hey. Treason, man. Yeah, treason. I want to. I I will pay to watch somebody hang for treason. Right. This is what the Rosenbergs died for. So let's, treason. <laughs> let's see. But uh, in the meantime, oh. what was that bird beeping? Nuclear secrets oh. at Mar-a-Lago. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you, news. Pop up. <laughs> I did hear. Uh, this is not a politics podcast. No, it's not. But I did hear. This is unvetted by me. This is just something I read somewhere. Oh God! So, so who knows? But I heard that whatever the documents are were so confidential that mm-hmm. the FBI is now doing fingerprinting on the pages to oh see who touched. It. Oh my fucking God! That's terrifying. I hope they all die. I do too. Anyway. Hey, you don't auction off nuclear codes to pay your debts, yeah. you little bitch. Hang. Hang, bitch. That's a hangable offense. Oh, just something slow and agonizing. Anyway. Hanging. (laughs) Hanging. I don't don't want his neck to break. That's over too fast. Slow, man. Slow. He's got a little bit of extra cushion there around the neck. So, you know, it might be strangulation. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. Could be. We'll see. Take the bets. (laughs) 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 Well, this week, um, well, we, we watched a bunch of stuff this week. We did. We yeah. did. Um, I finished The Sandman. Yes, you did. You did not. No. You no. got how many? I watched in? two. You watched two, mm-hmm. right? And why did you end up failing? I got bored. You got bored with it? Yeah. Yeah, I was speaking to another woman who <laughs> had a similar reaction to it as you did. Okay. Where it's just like, 
and then her husband was like, we should keep watching it, even though he wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. And then she made the comment mm-hmm. that it seems like only men ever recommend the Sandman. <laughs> and I think that's really weird because it is like the least masculine <laughs> comic ever made. <laughs> but I think it's just really funny. But uh, yeah, I did finish it. My overall uh, feeling about Sandman mm. is I feel like it's a four-star show. Okay. Which should be good, mm-hmm. but because it's based on a five-star material... Right, that's not feel, good. It feels like a disappointment. Okay, gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes, Like, it does. it's very good, but it's also, like, it's not as it's good not as... It's not as good as the source. Yeah, it okay. just isn't there, and it's very uneven. Mm-hmm. Like, I was going to say there's only, like, two episodes that I thought were kind of not great, but I think there were more even than that. Okay. So, but the good stuff was good. Like, right. when it was good, it was good. So. <laughs> it was good, it was good. Other people were making the same complaint as you were with the weird stretchiness, like the... The distortions the of distortion film. distortion of it, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the showrunners actually had to go on and say, yes, that was a conscious... Yeah, it was I mean, for atmosphere. Yeah, it was, yeah. When you're going into different dream worlds, it, it shows that you're going into a different reality. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh... Yeah, I get that. We get that. We don't need... We don't all... need you to mansplain that... We don't need El Greco filming our <laughs> filming our Netflix shows. Other things that we watched this week, we watched uh, the well, the Orville. Did we watch that? Can you say we watched what fifteen minutes of it? Fifteen brutal. I was brutal busy eating minutes. my lunch, <laughs> so I I would occasionally I look up. Tops. <laughs> you had made me my awesome air fried chicken sandwich with palmetto cheese. Yeah. So, uh, I was really into my sandwich. Pimento cheese. Well, well it's, it's from Palmetto. Palmetto. You're right, it's you're from right. Palmetto, which you're... is like a part of South Carolina. It's right. a region. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And it's a special kind of cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it tastes excellent on fried chicken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go with air fried chicken mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. fried food hurts me. Yes. <laughs> air fried does not. Yes. So, yeah. And put that on. It's, it's f***ing delicious. Anyway, I was absorbed <laughs> in eating my chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> And occasionally I would look up and they would tell a, a joke. A joke, yes. And and I was like, wait a second. This is supposed to be funny? This was... Because for like 15 minutes I was not laughing at all. Maybe I was too engrossed in my awesome chicken sandwich. But I don't think so. <laughs> no, it was bad. It was really bad. It was really bad. It was bad. really bad. I mean, it was like dated humor. Yeah. Like, even in the aughts, it would have been dated. It was yeah. very much like, women be like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aliens from Chlamydia, too, be like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It, would yeah. Totally, it would totally be a joke in the Orville. <laughs> um, uh, we also watched uh, Uncharted, as we, we Oh, Uncharted mentioned. was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not married to... The video game. I'm not either, lore. but I figured it was like hand in hand. Really, I've played. I've played through them once. Yeah, I don't. So from what I can remember, yeah, yeah I can't say I'm disappointed in it. No, it was like, fun, and that's what I expect from a dumb video game movie slash show. Is just to be fun. Just to be fun. That's yeah. all it had to be. It did what it had to do, which exactly. is just be fun. Exactly. We also watched Hulu's. Uh, the princess. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had 
actually I had actually started this myself. Yeah. And what happened? Oh, we started watching A League of Their Own. And yeah. And you were like, I hate this. You yeah, were like, I, I hate, hate this. this. I hate this. I hate this. Not the original movie. It no, was no, no. awesome. No, I'm talking about the new series from the Amazon. What we were going to do for this podcast today, in fact. Yeah. And I didn't hate it as much as you did, but... I f***ing <laughs> hated it. Why did you hate it? Let's, let's dig into I that. don't know. I just f***ing hated it. It yeah. just felt so like, here you go, women. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another Hallmark moment for you. Congratulations. It felt very pandery. It was just shit. We but, already have an awesome movie. Don't f***ing ruin the franchise. We don't want anything pandering. So we started watching The Princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is okay. The princess <laughs> on Hulu, Hulu, on Hulu. Hulu original movie, Hulu original Joey movie. King. Yeah, starring Joey oh, King. Oh, oh, from the kissing booth. From the kissing booth, which we on. did on this well, podcast. We did. Well, twenty minutes. Hey, <laughs> hey, we deserve awards. <laughs> we tried, <laughs> but yes, go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, the princess <laughs> is fucking awesome. Yes. It's a one star. It is a one star awesome movie. Yes. (laughs) By that means you will have a lot of fun watching this piece of shit. It's just. It is hilarious. I had so much fun watching her slaughter all these dudes. It's basically the princess saves herself. It's like a fairy tale where she's in a tower. It would be an awesome video game. Oh my god! It would make the most fantastic video. And they even had like. Level bosses. Yeah, they had like, level she, bosses they, per level in the tower. She would like rank up, get like <laughs> get new armors. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary sword unlocked. Yeah, 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 totally. She gains companions as yeah. she goes. It, it was, it's a bad movie, but it's a lot of. fun. It was a lot of fun. It, and really bad. It had like yeah. a very what if, John Wick was in a fairy tale yeah. kind of vibe to yeah. it. Yeah, so. And, of course, I loved watching all the different ways people died. Yeah. It was fun. And, of course, that one evil woman had a remote control whip. That was cool. That was cool. (laughs) They don't have working toilets, but they have a remote control whip. But, yeah, it it is really funny that you you accuse A League of Their Own of pandering, and then this movie was totally like, we're going to do it together. (laughs) This movie was, like, legit pandering. But it wasn't better. But it was just fun. It was fun. It was just fun. It It wasn't taking itself seriously. No. Definitely. I think pandering that takes itself seriously is the worst kind. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely is the earnestness of it. Yeah. It's like look what we're doing. We're doing something important. Go here. women. Yeah. Women power. Yeah. It's like, ooh, fuck off. Yeah. Well, it, it's like um it's like the difference between like uh, like um Linda Hamilton in yeah. like the Terminator movies versus yeah. like I don't know. I can't I'm not blanking on like what they would consider a strong woman role. Especially like in the aughts, where it was less like ultraviolet. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, it doesn't feel as sincere. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It, like yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. The princess felt far more realistic. <laughs> in a lot of ways, it did. In a lot of ways, it did because I feel like it was definitely written from a place of passion from somebody. And dudes like, wrote it. Oh, was it? I'm fairly certain dudes wrote it. I she, thought I saw the writer names as dudes. Hold on. We're going to look that up. I think dudes wrote it. I don't think dudes wrote it. I think dudes wrote it. Oh. Researching. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dudes wrote it, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's 
crazy. Which is why the king got to keep his crown in the end. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that ending scene was hilarious. Okay, so she gets stabbed in the ovary, right? Oh, wait, are you going to spoil it? No, oh, God, okay, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> I love that the amount of information you gave is she got stabbed in the ovary. <laughs> Can't tell you anymore. Can't tell you anymore. <laughs> Can't tell you anymore. Movie was glorious. It was good. It was good. I did make a joke at one point. I'd be like, it'd be hilarious if she got at the end and like there was a prince there. I'd be like, I'm here to rescue I'm here. I got this. <laughs> then he gets all the credit. And, then, yeah, and, and she's I, like, beat the she, shit. What I loved about it was she was always beat to shit throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she would like moan and groan as she would like hobble yeah. to her next destination. I was like, I love that. Because in so many action movies, these people get shot and they're like, I'm fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, like in the, in the tutorial level of the movie, yeah. she like uh, breaks her own thumb or, or takes it out of yeah. its socket or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, she dislocates her thumb to get out of some manacles. Yeah, and then she like pops it back in. It's pretty cool, guys. I'm just saying, it's pretty good. It's hilarious. <laughs> We're not here today to talk about that amazing. I could talk about that all, all day. day, all day, all day, all day, oh, all day. It was. It's really good. It's and, really funny. And it's so bad. So bad. Um, oh, and we did find out about a new movie called The Shark Side of the Moon. Speaking Which of, we're going to be watching. We're going to be watching. Yeah, so, The Shark Side of the Moon. Guess what? We'll be talking about that next week. Oh, you know it. <laughs> I guess that's it. Is that all we want to say? Oh, and about? I wanted to say that uh, Prey is being received very well. Yes, it is. It's so awesome sauce. Yeah, I'm glad. I hope they do make more. I hope they make more of whatever they're going to do with that. More Predator movies, I'm down with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong with a Predator movie. But, but this week, for this podcast, we watched the 1975, oh, and it feels every wow, they of that. they had such high hopes for the future. We're, I want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was starring Martin Landau as Commander Yeah, John how do we pronounce Curtis. his last name? Because I keep pronouncing it like Lando, Landau. I, he's Land, he's Land, gone. Landau. He doesn't care. I don't know. I always said Landau. Oh, okay. But you can say Lando, like Calrissian. <laughs> like Lando Calrissian. <laughs> um, he was in Mission Impossible <laughs> yeah. and North by Northwest. Ah, nice. We had his wife now, Barbara. <laughs> sorry, I'll say it right. Barbara Bain. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Barbara as Dr. Helena Russell. Uh, she was also in Mission Impossible <laughs> and the Harlem Globetrotters on Gilligan's Island. What? Wow, okay. We have Barry Morse's Professor Victor Morgan. He was in Destination Moonbase Alpha, which was apparently a TV movie that led into this show. Wow, okay. So really we should have watched that. So this this show is a spin-off of a movie. Of a TV movie. Crazy, okay. So you can go ahead and like just add everybody else that right, right, okay. was also in that. And uh also in Whoops! Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it was an accident, I swear. <laughs> and then we have Xenia Z- Merton okay. as Sandra Bennis. She was in Dinotopia and <gasps> Doctor Who. Yeah, and it's the Di- Dinotopia. The Halmy. The Halmy Dinotopia? Halmy Dinotopia. I don't recognize her from that. Who was she in that? I don't know. I think she's... I think if I remember correctly, she was like teacher number three at oh, like the okay. hatchery or something like that. It wasn't like a big Oh, okay. This was released September twenty first, nineteen seventy five. Ooh, they almost this all takes place in September, so they like really mm-hmm. were like, We're gonna like We're gonna do have this. this. Uh the number one song was Fame by <laughs> David Bowie. 
<laughs> and the number one movie was, you want to give it a guess? No. The first blockbuster? No. Jaws. Ah, speaking of shark <laughs> side of the moon. So you got home from Jaws and you turned on the TV, <laughs> the old NBC. The old the, NBC, and sorry, this is what you got. Uh, yeah, well, do you want to have, do you have any predictions for, uh, for this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their so-called advanced technology will be eight tracks. And I'm sure the tech <laughs> oh in 1999 God. will include flying cars, etc. Probably be really sexist. What isn't? <laughs> it wasn't, though. But you know what? It wasn't. Sure, there were a lot of dudes, but, like, they weren't treating the the handful of women there like garbage. There was one woman who was getting coffee for everyone. Well, maybe <laughs> that was just her job. Yeah, that could have been her job. We don't know. Like, it wasn't enough... Because the, the other prominent woman was like Doctor sec- Russell, which is like second in command on yeah. the ship. So. Yeah, so like well, I didn't ship the moon. The moon. <laughs> My bad. The moon. The moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I didn't actually see it, which was pretty impressive. There was just more dudes than usual. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. But th- but like I didn't really see sexism as a thing. And that's just to be expected in yeah. a seventies show. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Just, and you know, I wouldn't call it. <laughs> multicultural necessarily no but they had a lot of different races but they it, there was an attempt to make yeah it there was an attempt which is always impressive yeah, for that decade yeah exactly yeah. I like I don't want to say like this was like progressive progressive in no. that way but like it wasn't strictly white dudes. There yeah, was like there was a lot of white dudes. There was a lot of white dudes. There's a the lot of, of there the were... people with white dudes with porn mustaches. No porn mustaches. sideburns. Those sideburns were glorious. You love those. You those love those are like gar- mutton choppy. <laughs> okay, so you would be so hot for Martin Van Buren. He was fine. <laughs> he was a sexy president. <laughs> I have been putting mutton chops and enormous sideburns on dudes on covers these days. And they're selling like mad. Why? Because you don't see dudes in real life with these things. Exactly. So it's a fantasy. Nobody wants like man buns. I don't think people wear man buns anymore. (laughs) But like, let's get over like the let's look dirty look. Yeah. Fix this. Clean yourself up. Let's let's get away from the scumbag look. Uh, my prediction, once again, a high Brush your two. hair. <laughs> this is uh, moonbeams bent awry. Oh, okay. Tides kill lovers at sunset. <laughs> Cry havoc, ye dogs. Mm, without that moon, there's no more werewolves. I well, wonder what happened to them. Well, that's a great question and leads us right into today's <laughs> back section. Yes. So I, you, you seem to know what crazy questions I would ask if, <laughs> about the moon not being in orbit anymore. There was anymore. one point you like started speculating <laughs> on what would happen, and I was like, I I've have... got facts. <laughs> and you're like, ask those in the podcast. I looked up what would happen if the moon... Went out of orbit. Went out of orbit. According to this, it sinks. <laughs> it sinks in space. There's a lot of weird gravity and wind in space. It's a lot of it. And a ton of oxygen. Lot, lots of explosions, fiery explosions, <laughs> more than you would expect. Like even from like, like lightning storms like, on top of the moon. Like, There's like, no atmosphere on the moon, and they had lightning storms. Like I understand, like like sci-fi movies and TV shows, like Star Wars and Star yeah. Trek, like it's unrealistic, like right. the big explosion. Yeah. But like I can almost give it a pass. I'm like, well, they're breathing something, so there's some. Yeah. So there's some oxygen there. coming out. Yeah. But this is like full on, like on the moon. On the moon. <laughs> and like big raging infernos <laughs> are going on. 
So I looked up what would happen right. if the moon went bye-bye. Nice. First of all, you're right. Werewolves, just gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gone. So that's the one blessing we can expect. Okay. Uh, from According to the Royal Museum of Greenwich, it's a website, <laughs> <laughs> the first and most obvious result would be the tides yeah. would cease mm-hmm. and end up somewhere in between high and low tides. Right. There's nothing pulling it or yeah. pulling it. Pulling it or pulling it. That's pulling great. it or pulling it. Great. Love it. Bang out job today on this <laughs> podcasting thing. Yeah. Uh, however, while this might not seem like a big deal, it would be catastrophic. I bet. To coastal habitats with many species of plants and wildlife mm-hmm. quickly going extinct, uh, such as crabs and yeah. mussels and, and snails. And then this would have, uh, lead to a chain reaction yep. mm-hmm. because of all the animals that eat, all, eat yep. those animals. They so would starve. They would all starve mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So it would be like, Really, really bad. Really bad for like yeah. the animal life. Like this show, like it talks about like my Earth. periods would be out of whack. Your period, your your moon cycle. My moon cycle's <laughs> gone. This is a, a permanent <laughs> permanent period. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. <laughs> um, Everything shit that can happen will happen to women. <laughs> but this show talks about like earthquakes. I'm like, well, since when? Have earthquakes well, have that has anything to do with the moon? Earthquakes are tectonic plates. Yeah, that has nothing to do. Like, are they enti- pulled? Are they pulled by moon's gravity? No, <laughs> no. I didn't think so. But I don't think. Okay, they do have like a weird like Fox News report at the end of like, <laughs> some, which I appreciated that they did yeah. like. Give us something. Yeah, apparently there's a lot of earthquakes without the moon. But they're like, the San Andreas Fall went crazy in some places in like Lithuania or something. Mm -hmm. But like Yugoslavia, which doesn't exist anymore. Which doesn't exist. (laughs) No, but it did in 1999. Did it? Yeah, because they were uh, were fighting over it. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Contested, more like. Contested. We'll go with contested. Contested with guns. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they talked about tides really so much, did they? No. Uh, yeah, I don't think no. they did, but yeah. And they definitely didn't talk about a woman's moon Well, cycle. they weren't going to do that <laughs> on primetime news. While she was wearing her well, white kids suit. Kids are still awake, honey. <laughs> they can't hear about that. No. God, it doesn't matter that 50% of all people have this. <laughs> Many nocturnal predatory animals, like werewolves, <laughs> uh, rely on the moon to hunt. Yeah. Uh, even if the amount of moonlight is minimal. Mm-hmm. So this would offset the balance between prey and predators. Well, now, wait wait a second. Uh, I'm okay. going to argue with science. <laughs> okay. You can Google them at Royal Museum Greenwich. <laughs> Hi. Experts. Um, I seem to recall something I from I seem to recall something from biology. <laughs> <laughs> which, which they have excellent hearing. Right. How does the moon affect their hearing? But they're talking about eyesight specifically. Yeah. So bats will be fine. Bats are going to be fine. They're going to be thriving. Anything the with bats hearing. will be Snakes thriving. Snakes eat based on vibrations on the ground. But they don't hunt at night because they're cold-blooded. Yeah. But we're talking about specifically nocturnal predators. Well, like raccoons? <laughs> Those are like scavengers. I'm talking like a wolf or like a panther. Oh, you or think they hunt at night? I thought they hunted like whenever. Wolves? Whenever there's opportunity. They howl Predators the don't pass up opportunity. The wolves are going to be like, where to go? <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, but 
regardless. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Nighttime predators. Nighttime predators. Okay. Like owls, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. owls, I guess. Yeah. And Although good. owls have excellent hearing, though, too. We learned that at the at Callaway Gardens. <laughs> yes, they do, actually. Yeah. But they, uh, balance would be thrown off. Predators would die off. Prey animals would become more... Uh, prevalent. Prevalent. Uh, which would be uh, catastrophic towards agriculture. Yeah, it'd be really bad. However... It would ruin rivers. Because without wolves in Yellowstone, <laughs> that whole ecosystem nearly died. Yeah. Once they started uh, putting wolves back, the rivers started doing their things again, and it's back to being beautiful. Yeah, exactly. But all Predators this... are necessary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially... <laughs> Especially the kind that come down from space. <laughs> with their uh, ear, uh, yeah. neon blood. Yeah, with their neon blood. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're really just performing... They're re- <laughs> it's a necessary <laughs> function of our ecosystem. <laughs> In order for Earth to thrive, we have to have alien predators come come down, (laughs) challenge our challenge our warriors. warriors. (laughs) Ah, but only be defeated by our smartest warriors. Exactly. If you think predator is all about being cunning and outsmarting them because they are superior in every way. So so you have to outsmart them. It's so funny that people are like, man, those big marines in the first one, like they couldn't take on a predator. It's like, yeah, because they're relying on guns. Yeah, they're not relying on their smarts. You've got to outsmart the predator. Dutch outsmarts the predator. Yeah. Danny Glover. I don't remember his character's name, but I'm just going to assume it was. It was outsmarting. Actor Danny Glover Mm -hmm. killed another one. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And in the serial killer predator, he yeah. had to hide the fact he was a serial killer until well, the end. Well, that was Topher Grace and he died. Yeah, but it was still Adrian great. Brody lived, though. Yeah, because he outsmarted everybody. There you go. And good, good doing it. <laughs> that man's sexy. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is all moot. <laughs> uh, anyway, because the most catastrophic damage to the earth would be uh, the moon helps with the seasons. Because Sweet. the Earth is on a tilt, as yeah. we all know. Mm-hmm. But the moon actually helps regulate the tilt. Like, it helps uh. stabilize the tilt. <laughs> so, Otherwise, we could go sinking in space. Sinking in space. <laughs> so without the the moon there to uh-huh. help that tilt, yeah. the Earth would either just be straight up and down, and there would be no seasons, and oh, it would wow. be... You know, be more based on where you were on the planet with how hot or cold you are. Right. So basically, everyone in the middle-ish area would everyone be Everyone in Georgia would still be fried. Yeah, we'd all be fried. Well, that that hasn't changed. <laughs> that hasn't changed. That wouldn't change. Or yes. the tilt would become super wobbly and wild. Uh-oh. And you'd have, like, periods of, like, ice age and, like, uh, you know. So we want the moon. It's basically, necessary. everyone on Earth, like, the lucky... People yeah, in so space 1999 are the lucky ones. Yeah, actually. so fuck off Doctor Who with your moon hatching into a weird dragon. <laughs> it killed us all. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. Did, didn't think about that. Did didn't you? think about that, did you, Doctor <laughs> Who? <laughs> Despite the risks mm. of losing the moon, people, yeah. and when I say people, I mean specifically Americans, yeah. uh, <laughs> military type people, uh-huh. uh, seem obsessed with setting off nukes on the moon. This is like a common thing. What? Since the 1950s. They're just obsessed. With Why? <laughs> well, why would you Good think? Good f- 
fucking god. Why would you think? It's it's dumber than you think. Oh my god. I don't know. To see if they could throw it out of whack. Basically, this is back in the 50s when the space race was going on. Yeah. Russia was kicking America's ass in the space race. Yeah. So America... Because we hadn't gotten the October Sky Boys yet. The Rocket Boys. They want to go into space. Rocket Boys. My dad knew them. Yeah. Yeah. And they were nerds, right? And they were nerds. My dad beat them up on a daily basis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so when you look at the movie October Sky, just imagine... My dad's the bully. (laughs) Aaron's dad's the one kicking Jake Chillin' all that. (laughs) They're the little claim to fame. Woo! Um, (laughs) Bullies for the win! (laughs) But basically, the main reason it was specifically the U.S. Air Force wanted to do this Mm -hmm. was because we could, and we thought it would look cool, and that... We we, thought it would look cool. Because they were going to set up such a large nuclear explosion that would be seen from the naked eye on Earth, and we wanted to do it to, like, stick it to the Russians. Okay, hi, hi. Quick quick point here. <laughs> Men are stupid f-ks. And you know what? What does that make women? Even dumber. Well, Even dumber. Humans are dumb. Oh my humans god. Are dumb. So yeah, so they wanted to do it to uh, show off America's military might. Oh god. Uh, the scientist behind it was Dr. Leonard, I'm going to say Rifle, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> An American <laughs> doctor named Rifle. I am Dr. Rifle. <laughs> Uh, he did warn the military that the loss of science uh, from blowing up a huge, pristine chunk of the moon would be kind of bad. But the military brass, the brass were more concerned about how it would play in the heartlands. They, they wanted people, wanted to give someone to sing the Star Spangled Banner to. American. Oh my God. That's not the Star Spangled Banner. No, it's the not. The Star Spangled Banner doesn't slap. No. <laughs> wow. That is the dumbest thing ever, and I'm so glad that didn't happen. So, this first came to light mm. because of Carl Sagan. Mm. Carl Sagan was a young scientist guy mm. who was hired by Dr. Rifle to figure out the math on this. Oh, my God. They're like, math this out for us. So we can blow up a part of the moon and look badass. <laughs> look badass. Wow. And uh, Carl Sagan did that, and when he was... Trying to get a position at Berkeley in 1959, he like just like was like, oh, they're like, oh, so Mr. young young Mr. Sagan, young Master Sagan, <laughs> what have you been up to? He's like, well, I've been working with the military and uh, to make sure I can blow up the moon, <laughs> the moon, so that it looks cool. <laughs> we stardust, and I blew up that stardust on the moon. God, we don't so, deserve to live. We don't deserve to live. Which, by the way, him telling Berkeley this was a breach of, like, <laughs> top secret. I bet. Which is a big deal. But his boss, Dr. Rifle, didn't learn about this till much, much later. So, thankfully, we can trust the uh, yeah. the admissions office of Berkeley, I guess. <laughs> what people thought of at the time, the reason why Sagan was into this, and he usually wouldn't probably have been into this kind of thing. Right. Was because at the time there were thoughts that there were microorganisms on the moon, uh-huh. and that blowing them up might like <laughs> stir do <them> what? Up. <laughs> might, do what? Might, do what exactly? It could be the next COVID. I I put might activate. <laughs> <laughs> like it was very confusing, but the idea was if we blow them up with nuclear energy, these little microorganisms would be like hey. would evolve fast and cure cancer. <laughs> and that's how we get shark side of the moon. Oh, good God, people are dumb. Uh, oh, and remember, this would have been a decade before the moon landing. 
So a, a another doctor from Britain, uh, so more rational. Yes. <laughs> Dr. David Lowry said of the project when it came to light in the nineties, mm-hmm. uh, it is obscene. <laughs> yes. To think that the first human con uh, contact human beings would have with another world yeah. would have been to explode it with a nuclear blow it bomb. up. <laughs> that was like our first instinct was like. No, no, for one small yeah. step, none, none of that. Majesty. As we were watching Space 1999, I was like, we don't deserve to live. <laughs> we, don't. we don't. We don't deserve to live. Uh, what, we're what, we're what, horrid. What about, what we're destructive. Show, what about this show made you think that? <laughs> so we bury all of our nuclear waste on the moon, right? People are dying because of this, and they're like, yeah, well, but we've got to go find Meta. Yeah, Meta. Meta like is Facebook like, Facebook like Facebook, but it's a planet apparently in our solar system that you can travel to on the moon by a moon by a moon, <laughs> <laughs> and then because they don't know what they're doing, magnets blow up the radiation. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, I, this is the first and that show. hurdles the moon toward Meta. <laughs> A direct course to meta. A direct course to meta. I, uh... And while all of this nuclear waste was exploding, I was like, we don't deserve to live. <laughs> this is the first show where I even thought to Google... Yeah. Can radiation have viruses? Are there radioactive Yeah, yeah because they start radioactive for like, magnets. Yes, for 15 minutes, they start talking about, it is the radioactive virus infection. <laughs> and I was like, the f- what? And then and then they they throw away that theory. Yeah. Like it's not the it's radio magnets. radioactive magnets. And I was like, is that possible? I, right. I you know, I was watching a show. I maybe not the virus one. The virus yeah. is the, <laughs> the radioactive virus infection? Yeah. Like <laughs> some things magnetic can also be radioactive. Okay. But not I don't think the way they were saying. Right. It. Right. <laughs> the way they were saying it sounded So w- these real magnets sus. got superheated by the radioactive <laughs> radioactive waste yeah. and they exploded the moon and shot it out of its orbit. Well, and that's when I was like, we don't deserve to live. We don't, leave. We don't deserve this. We don't deserve to live. <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know okay. that we are no longer looking to blow up the moon. Thank God. But we are trying to establish a permanent presence there. No, nah, that's cool. Uh, the hope is to return by the end of this decade with Project Artemis already underway. They wrote a book recently called Artemis that was yeah. about like, living on the moon. Yeah. So I guess they actually did their research. Yeah. They have already developed the Orion spacecraft in conjunction with SpaceX. Isn't that Bezos? Yeah, is it? Wait. <laughs> is that Amazon? Oh, my to- God. Because remember that weird commercial we saw during this? Mm-hmm. For what I think is Amazon World Service? Yeah, it's Wayland yutani I mean, Amazon. It's Skynet. I mean, Amazon. <laughs> and, like, it was very... Oh, God. Guys, that commercial gave me the serious wig. What was she doing on her computer that was shutting down the power in her house? She's like, I'm using too much power, mother, with my Amazon-powered intranet. Yeah, it was f***ing weird. (laughs) And I was like, this says apocalypse like nothing before. And then they just glide, just lied by that. And you're like, but you can order tacos on your phone. Isn't it great? (laughs) And it's just like, wait a second. You can watch Formula One did we, racing and take just, over the world. Yeah, did we just skim over the world <laughs> domination here? Yeah, it was... It was a very disturbing commercial. You guys should watch it and freak yourself out by it. <laughs> it's scary. It is a 
fucking scary commercial. Uh, no they, joke. But they've already developed the Orion spacecraft, which can support up to six astronauts. And it's a whole thing, but they, they plan on getting them to the moon and then setting up a little establishment there. Aww. Uh, a little the, establishment. <laughs> they put a little sign. <laughs> Bless this mess. Bless this mess. Um, (laughs) but the idea is to eventually get a way station to Mars. So we'll be like, why? Why is everybody obsessed with shitty Mars? I believe I write this like because yeah, I even said like because we've got to get to Mars. And like I love how everyone's assumption is like, oh no, we're gonna get to Mars and we're gonna terraform it. I'm like, Earth is dying, bitch. Yeah, you can't can't even fucking terraform Earth, which is made for living human beings. We're all made of microplastics. <laughs> the, the Pacific has a huge island of trash, and you're yeah. like, we're going to go to Mars. We're going to terraform we're gonna it. We're going to change the climate. It's going to be great. And it's like, what the fuck are you? Oh, oh. thanks. <laughs> Captain Kaboom. Uh, sorry. Yeah, you guys can't even fix Earth. Yeah. I, I, Shut I think, the fuck up about Mars. I think it's really hilarious. That yeah. It's like, we're going to get to Mars, and it's going to be great. And I'm like, you can't fix Earth, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but right now, the projected time frame is to have people return to the moon by 2024. I doubt that's going to happen. Why? Because this is the first time I've heard of it. <laughs> and it is 2022. Yeah, exactly. I think if we were legit going, like, we're going to make it to the moon in two yeah. years, we'd be hearing a little bit more about this at this point. Yeah. But we'll see. I won't be a negative Nancy. <laughs> I will be. <laughs> we're not going to have flying cars, guys, until like 2400 because we're going to suffer from a severe repression. Uh, we're going into a little dark ages pretty Oh, soon yeah. Here. We're going into the dark ages. Yeah. We're going to go back to like. To where only like four companies own everything and mm-hmm. the rest of us are just slaves. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. So just get settled into that. So just that. get settled in. Get used to it. Uh, this show, I didn't even realize it at the time. Okay. Actually takes place on September 9th, 1999, which makes mm-hmm. it 9999. Yeah. Which, uh, this is why I was distracted for a lot of, like, it, at 12 minutes in, I had to get, pause it and be like, Aaron, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to figure out what was going on in the world in 1999. And one of the things that is specifically for 9999. Okay. Was this was during the whole Y two K? Yeah, we're all gonna, we're all literally, we're all gonna, gonna die because there's like a comma <laughs> we're all gonna, that doesn't belong. <laughs> we're all gonna like forget like, how to like live we're, because our we're all nascent, gonna die. Our nascent internet. I mean, like, and this would be like 1999's internet. Yeah, like, dial like just dial up. They were like, we're gonna, gonna lose our microwaves. Just pop <laughs> one of those AOL discs in, baby. <laughs> we're we're okay. Everything's gonna crash. Our dial up. It's, <laughs> but we, I was alive during that time. <laughs> There's real fears. My father actually worked with a company like with a whole Y2K to thing. Fix Y2K. Yeah. But, that is hilarious. But yeah, nine 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 was actually like a mini Y two K within the whole Y two K scare. Okay. Because it was nine nine nine, and everyone's yeah. like, "What's gonna happen? Oh my god! Computers <laughs> can't figure it out. Computers don't understand time." <laughs> one of my biggest, <laughs> one of my biggest disappointments with Space nineteen ninety nine, which I mostly liked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a very the princess type way. You know I what? Think. The mystery was quite interesting. Well, I think my thing with Space 1999 is here's how I would have rewritten it. Uh-huh. And I and I'm sorry, yes, I am doing this. Okay. How I would have re my sensibility would have been do a cold open 
where they are already in the midst of the explosion, struggling with the G-force. Uh-huh. And then, like, someone would be like, sir, what happened? He's like, we've been launched into space. <laughs> and then cue the disco awesome disco the theme. awesome disco theme. <laughs> awesome disco theme. Awesome. And then the rest of the show would be, like, a reaction to this. Okay. This show was 50 minutes of just getting to the explosion. Yeah. Now, I should count my lucky stars, though, because if it was a modern TV show, Mm -hmm. it would have started with the explosion and then have seven episodes (laughs) where we would finally get back to the beginning by episode eight. Right. So, you know, I really was interested in what was going on in the world September 9th, 1999. (laughs) Total lack of gelled spiky hair with blonde tips. Nice. But I did want to say that the number one song in America was a By La Mo. Or By La Mo. Yeah. Let the rhythm take yeah. you over. Uh, by Enrique. And uh, in England, it was Mambo Number no. 5 by Lou Vega. Nice. <laughs> so this is where my disappointment was with this show. <laughs> because everyone was so stoic. Yeah. And I know that Martin Landau and Barbara Bain can convey emotion. Yeah. I've seen them do it now in Mission Impossible. Yeah. So this was definitely a choice of like, do not respond to <laughs> stimulus. Do not emote. <laughs> do not emote. Uh, but I would have liked them to be listening. Do you want to hear what the top ten artists of 1999 were? Yeah. We have Ricky Martin back back in the headlines recently with not great stuff. Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears back in the headlines. <laughs> TLC, Sarah McLaughlin. Whitney Houston, Shania Twain, NSYNC, Sugar Ray, and <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. And I just watched, actually, the Woodstock 99 documentary, yeah. which is a complete cluster mm. in 1999. And I should throw in Corn, uh, Limp Biscuit, and Kid Rock were also huge in 1999. God. The number one movie of this the This is year. why our country sucks. <laughs> the number one movie Poor of- taste in music. The number one... Oh, my God. must have been the worst year for music. Worst year ever for music. You know, like the first night of Woodstock 99, Corn played. And then the follow-up act was Bush. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) um, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace was the number one movie, followed by The Sixth Sense, Austin Powers, Spy the Shack Me, Toy Story 2, The Matrix, Tarzan, Big Daddy, The Mummy. Love the mummy. Back in the news. (laughs) Uh, Runaway Bride and The Blair Witch Project, which debuted in Cannes. Uh, Other big deals that were happening in 1999 were the Clinton impeachment trial. Oh, right, right. Forgetting a BJ. Uh, Professional wrestler Jesse Ventura was sworn as the governor of Minnesota. Okay, I see exactly where this country (laughs) went downhill. And the euro became the official currency of uh, Europe. Nice. We don't see any of that in this show. Here's my pro- another. <laughs> Here's my thing with this show, too. So, I don't know exactly how old Matt, Martin Landau and Barbara Bain are supposed to be in this show. How right. old would you guess them to be? I'm guessing they're supposed to be in their 30s. Oh, you think a 30s? Yeah, I think I they're supposed to be, the be in the 40s. I think they're supposed to be in the 30s. You think the 30s? Well, I was going to say the 40s, but either People way. looked older in the 70s is all I'm saying. Yeah, here's my... Here, here's the thing. Yeah. If they were born... Say in the 40s. Yeah. Right. In 1999, they would have been somewhere between 40 and 49 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Which means that even when this show was being filmed in 1975, mm-hmm. that the people manning space 1999 
would have been boomers, would have been like hippie culture boomers. Uh-huh. And like they were like, oh, in 20 years, these people were going to have no emotion. Like all these, <laughs> yeah, all these like crunchy granola heads yeah. are going to be Spock in 20 years. Yeah, not happening. So, I, like, I, I would have liked, I think, to see a little bit more thought. It, it felt much more like um, 2001 A Space Odyssey or mm-hmm. something like or or Star Trek. But I'm like, I I feel like they did some research on, like, um, guessing where science might be in 1999. Right, with remote-controlled doors. But <laughs> remote-controlled doors <laughs> and, like, little iPhones that were, like, crate TV monitors. It was awesome. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> Little CRT monitor yeah. that don't ring. No, they don't ring. You could be like jerking it or yeah. like taking a shit or and something. And they they're just like, hey, we need you on the bridge of the moon. <laughs> no, it's not a bridge. It's not a bridge. No, it's not a bridge. So what I the... loved how he hit the remote and the entire wall opened and he opened. was in the middle of the control room. He was like in the <laughs> middle of like the hustle and bustle. That was pretty cool. It was pretty funny. Um, and I love all the close up shots. Oh yeah, they they were on, so like, a, dramatic. It was like everybody was on a swivel. Yeah, <laughs> like every and you can see like the moment where the director said action and yeah. like Barbara Bain would turn around. And <laughs> the zoom ins on people's faces exactly. or whatever. Uh, but, but, oh God, we're forty six minutes into plot of the show. <laughs> Martin Lindau. Lindau <laughs> is like the for- La Endel. <laughs> is like the foreman of a trash. <laughs> receptacle on the moon. Yes, Basically. all of our nuclear waste goes there because apparently we don't have room for it on Earth. We use so much we, nuclear. We've got so much garbage on Earth that, that we, there's no room for the nuclear waste, so we're putting it all on the moon. And he does not, like, and my point is, he does not seem to be affiliated with the military. No, this is not a military operation. He, this is a waste disposal. They're this, all janitors. This is just waste management they are all janitors. Yeah, they're janitors, and with he, a- <laughs> he is the foreman. He owns this waste management company. Yes, with, like, massive scientific degrees. And what they find is that, well, and this is a crazy little moment, too, is, like, these people keep going to a specific place, dumping their waste, mm-hmm. and they keep getting... Sick. Radiation viruses. And, so, and then they die. But then when she says, like, yeah, it's all waste disposal unit one. And he's, yeah. and then he says, if only it was consistent. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, but they all die here in this area. In the same spot. They in keep the getting... same spot. And he's like, too many inconsistencies. It's, it's, it's I was like, wait. I was like, wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> so, That's not. No. So what happens is one of them starts exploding <laughs> in space. <laughs> And they're like, well, this is no good. So they call in Jesus. to, And they they determine that the best thing to do is to take their fleet of garbage trucks, essentially. Yeah. And then spread out the garbage. Spread out the garbage. And they don't do this gingerly. They no. fling They fling containers. <laughs> containers that are overheated. Yeah. And then they're like, why is it spreading? It's like, because you're doing that. <laughs> yes, you're doing I love the thing, too, when they f- try to figure out a plan to fix it. Mm-hmm. They're like, but we only have limited time. Then do it. Yeah, yeah, and, and they just don't. There's no sense of, ur- there's no sense of there's urgency nothing. ever no. at this point. No. And he's like, we only have a limited time. Okay. Then do it. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. If you have limited time, just do it. <laughs> it was crazy. It was weird. I'm not explaining it properly, but guys. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're... Just do it. Just, just 
fucking do it. <laughs> they, they, they would like stand there and like stare at each other for like a long yeah. period. Being just arguing over the little amount of time they have. Yes. Then do it. I, I would like to point out that you and I spent a lot of the runtime of the show making our own sound effects for the show. Oh yeah, because they had terrible. Boo. <laughs> like, I don't know what it was about this show. Is it because they had terrible sound effects yeah. and we were just like, <laughs> we wanted to increase our immersion into the world of space yeah. 1999? So we added all of our own sound effects. It was great. Uh, um, but yeah, but what I wanted to say about Martin Landau being the, <laughs> this, this foreman of this garbage dump is like, okay, so at the end, everything blows up. Yeah. And they're sent hurtling into space. Hurtling. To the point they have G like G forces and they can't move because of all the G forces pressing them to the ground. Yeah, right. And so then it settles down. Yeah. Fortunately, they have. He says they have environmental. They have power. They're good. They're pretty self-sufficient. Yeah. Uh, Even though they're still kind of like it looks like the sun is still shining on the moon. It's not dark. (laughs) Is what I'm saying. Even though they're on the dark side of the moon. (laughs) Oh, by the way, yeah, we're not throwing away our nuclear waste on the front side of the moon that everybody can see, just on the dark side. (laughs) And it feels like if it was on the dark side of the moon and exploded, it would have come straight at Earth. Yeah, you think like a a missile. Like a missile, we'd all be. (laughs) No, it goes the opposite way. Is that is that the plot of Moonfall? Yeah. Wait, no. <laughs> we yeah. haven't seen Moonfall. Yet. We haven't seen Moonfall. I when wonder is if they free? get into the science. I want to see it, but I'm no. not paying. I'm not dollars. paying fucking money for that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he took he's the foreman of this dump. They they settle down, and then he he he, he does a radio to the crew, <laughs> and then he says, "I've decided, we never go home." We're we not get, going to try. He said, that's his line. Yeah. We're not even going to try. <laughs> so, kick back. <laughs> relax in your food-free environment. I want everyone to just take a moment, close your eyes, think about if your boss said to you, I really screwed up, we're all never going to see our loved ones again, and we're not even going to try to get you home. I just decided <laughs> our best course of action. And just continue hurtling out into space. Is, toward meta. Is capitulation. <laughs> Complete and utter capitulation to our circumstances. Oh, my God. It's a pretty good show. It's. <laughs> Everybody should watch it just to have it under their belt. Yeah, I think. It, you know. It, this well, is, like a belt that goes over your tunic, your comfy looking yes, onesie tunic. Yes, your comfy little onesie tunic. <laughs> it's awesome. There's so much awesomeness in this show. It's bonkers. It's you got to watch it's it. It's very slow. I will yeah. say it is very slow. Oh, it's incredibly slow, yeah. But it, it's very science fiction. If you're used to science fiction from that yeah. era, you're you're good. You yeah. know what to expect. I would also like to point out that we had, uh, since we watched this on Peacock, mm-hmm. we had some other commercials besides the crazy <laughs> Amazon internet provider one that really freaked us out. Yeah. There is a Tide Pods commercial uh-huh. that is arguing that you are paying more for the container for liquid detergent, yeah. but they're putting their pods in the exact same size container Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with also each and individual pods, which means you would actually be paying for even more container. Yes. <laughs> we can't believe that the Bronco is making a comeback. Nope, nope. We were... I really want to see old Orenthal Jason Simpson Simpson on one of these commercials pretty soon. (laughs) You want a hearty truck. That can escape police vehicles for a long time. 
<laughs> get, get yourself a Bronco. Uh, were, were there the other weird commercials? There's a very hairy dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that dog was shedding a lot. This is why we don't have Her that. home was disgusting. She's like every day. It's like two every. inches worth of dog hair and dander. Yeah, like, it was disgusting. I don't think people can't smell it. We can smell oh, it. Oh, we can smell it. Do you want to hear what other people have to say about uh, this show? Yeah, of course. I can't believe other people have watched it. Yeah, kind of weird, right? <laughs> uh, Jamel98 from this year, or a couple years ago, said, Hated it then, hate it now. Wow. Emojis aren't available, so I have to use text. Mm. He doesn't... He, he, so he wanted, like, the shit face with the angry face? Yeah, like I guess the... so. He's abandoning current future, <laughs> future writing, future hieroglyphs. Uh, when I used to occasionally watch this when it was first run, occasionally watch this. I yeah, like okay. That. Like, occasionally. Like, okay. <laughs> I didn't like it. Why did I watch it? I have no idea. After a couple of episodes, you think I would have figured it, it Wait, out. Wait, he kept watching? If I don't like it, better I don't watch. I think in the 70s. I was not alive in the 70s. But I think in the 70s, if there was just anything on TV, you watched it. Oh, okay. Because there were so few channels, I believe, at that point that you just you kind of like, like honestly, I don't blame him because I'm right. in a way because I'm like, well, you probably had no other choice, <laughs> you know, or you could go outside. Boo. Boo. Big <laughs> on that one. Although he's probably an old man now, being like, kids, kids, kids don't go outside. They should right. stay home and be forced to watch Space 1999. <laughs> like I was. Uh, nope, I was a stupid teenager. The concept was pretty cool. Earth has colonized the moon. That's not what it's about. That's not what happened. And uses it as a toxic nuclear waste dump. That waste blows up and the moon is shot out of Earth's orbit and hurtling into space with little hope of getting home. Star Trek Voyager, with an explosion instead of a black hole, the effects were not bad, and the Eagle ships always impressed me. Are those the little crappy... uh... Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Ones where I was like, why is there landing gear out? (laughs) So much wind in space. So much wind. Uh, but the show always seems way too cheesy for me, even then. I'm watching a marathon right now on Comet, and yep, I still have it. Wait, did, so why do you keep watching them, man? You can't say you hate it and keep watching. He said he watched it when he was a kid occasionally, but then admitted to watching it pretty regularly. Yeah. And then was like, hey, that show I hated when I was a kid. It's on Comet. I can binge it. <laughs> I think I'm watching uh, to see why I didn't like it. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. You can fuck plausible. right off. And it's hitting me. I'm not sure why. I just hate it. Yeah, but you're watching you're it still constantly. Watching it. Like, that's on you, bro. That review doesn't make sense. It was so exciting, says John Harrow. Having watched the first series when I was about eight, I remember as a 10-year-old being so excited. Wait, What? <laughs> Being so excited by the previews for series two showing scenes from the Metamorph. It didn't disappoint. I can still remember lying on the hearth rug to watch it. Both seasons are absolutely brilliant. Oh, right, he's British. I am 51 now, and I still watch them occasionally, and I find myself determined to stop after watching two to three episodes only to go on and watch four, five, six more. <laughs> Drives my wife crazy. I'm 10 years old again when I watch them and somehow can still watch them through a 10-year-old's eyes. The effects still stand up. Mm. <laughs> well, you know what? Sure, does. because, like, I CG these days have been garbage. 
Seiji has gone way downhill, yeah. actually, in the last, like, 30 years. Yeah, it really has. I mean, like, I still can't I understand how Jurassic Park can look so good, and, like, everything else looks like trash. I know. Well, because they used real stuff, though. Yeah. And real, they really the wanted, real stuff helps a lot. I think it also they probably had more time and more, like, mm. we got to make this look good. Right. Which I don't think but then, like. don't other people want their movies looking good, though? I don't know. I don't. I feel like the the real issue I've been hearing a lot right now is people are rushed. Mm. All these studios are rushing these visual effects, so they're right. not getting as tweaked as they need to be. Ah, gotcha. They're like it's fine. Just do it, do it, do it. You know. The corporations, man. <laughs> <laughs> as do the stories. The acting is still right up there. Sometimes wonky scripts, but that's part of its charm. <laughs> I'm not concerned with the flaws in the science. Were there, were there flaws in the science in this? Was there flaws? There was a flaw in the science? <laughs> it is science fiction after all. Wait. So he's really emphasizing so the fiction part. The fiction part. part. <laughs> it is science fiction. Okay, gotcha. And as I said, I'm watching them again through the eyes of a 10-year-old that I gouged out. <laughs> Simply brilliant. He was my next-door neighbor and so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, so that was Space 1999. Red light, green light. Uh, green light, yeah. 100% yeah, green right? light, right? Yeah, that's 100% green light. Right? Yeah, that's, that's 100% green light. That's a good show. <laughs> and it's not a good show, but it's a good show. For 1976, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Even better for 1975 when it actually came out. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It was great to see Martin Landau and Barbara Bain again. Yeah. Uh, they're great. I don't know who any of the other actors are. No, except for that one dude with the sweet, sweet sideburns. <laughs> Man, those things curled in. They curled in. Yeah, what was, the hell? that sexy, like, yeah. silver fox thing he had going on. <laughs> It was intense. It was really intense. You love it. You want to talk some more about it? <laughs> I'm in love with the mutton chops. I, I I made a dude in Green Greedfall, and I was you know I hate playing dudes. Yeah. But I was like, I'm gonna play him. You hate being dudes. I hate. But, being I, dudes. but I, I admit, I hate playing dudes too. I don't make dude characters. Yeah, ever. exactly. So I decided to make a dude character. Get a different experience. Yeah. And I gave him these sweet, sweet mutton chops. He looked so fine that I was like, oh, he has to be gay. He's fine. Yeah. I had to make him gay. Because, because of, of those sweet, sweet <laughs> mutton he, chops. Because he was actually attractive. Because he was actually super attractive <laughs> in the mutton chops. Because I was going to make him straight up, straight, right. so that he could mm-hmm. be with Afra. Because right. I wanted that trophy. But as I was playing him, I was like, nope, he's too pretty. He's gay. <laughs> he's going to hook up with a rough pirate. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you think they will encounter aliens in Space 1999? Yeah, on Meta. Um, oh, right, with Meta. Yeah, they're, yeah. Meta. they're going to a different Do you think planet. they're ever going to learn how to steer their moon? <laughs> yes, they're going to get a giant steering wheel, and they're just going to get a steering wheel. Landau is like, yeah. on like a big wooden like. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal. I would love it. I think we're going to, we're making it. Better <laughs> than it actually turned out to be, right. but yeah, I green light it. I think it should go to series. I, no notes. It, mm. It's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> good stuff. Oh, it's a little sad note because this podcast used to be a Magnum. She wrote, Ma- "Oh, wait, what? There's now a real show called Magnum Show. We had a podcast called Magnum <laughs> yeah. where we watched Magnum PI and Murder She Wrote episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I am sad to report that Roger Mosley, TC from Magnum, just passed away in this past week. That so. sucks. Way to end the podcast. <laughs> well, 
On that note, life is fleeting. Do something useful. Do something useful. Be positive. Be the be the change you want to see. <laughs> um, piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots. <laughs> yeah, we don't use that. Yeah. Or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you, and we'll thank you all again for listening. Oh, yeah. It's always a pleasure to hear from you mm-hmm. when we hear from you. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to say, okay, so next week we're getting back into the superhero genre. Ugh. With Marvel's She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. All right. This better be good. I am. This is a this is a show. I'm honestly quite nervous about. Nervous about because I love She Hulk. Yeah. I I I love a lot of the comics that this is clearly being based off of. Right. The, some of the best, funniest She Hulk mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know. I, like I I was thinking about it the other day. Like I think it's kind of like my pro my thing with Sandman. Mm-hmm. When I watch these Marvel. TV shows on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. I do enjoy them. I consistently enjoy them, right? But I never really love them, mm-hmm. and I forget about them almost immediately. Like yeah, you me too. could not pay me mm-hmm. to go back and rewatch any of these series. Oh yeah, no, and I wouldn't. I've seen them. Like, did I like Moon Knight? Yes. Did I like mm-hmm. uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like Loki. Mm-hmm. Didn't really like uh, Wandavision or mm-hmm. whatever. But like, they're fine. Yeah. But there's nothing so compelling about them to, to rewatch like, it again. To, to be like, I want to watch that again. Yeah. I know you weren't didn't really watch them. I don't think you watched them at all. Mm. But like Daredevil and Jessica Jones, not really. Luke Cage and mm. Iron Fist and Defenders. I mean, like uh, Daredevil, especially I thought was a legit good show that I've actually watched a couple times. Oh, you wow. know, so they just don't have that permanency or something about mm. them. They're very, they feel very disposable. Okay. So my prediction right now for She-Hulk is like I think I'm gonna think it's good. Yeah. I think I'm gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. But once this, and I'll probably watch the whole series. Mm-hmm. But like immediately forget about it. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe this will surprise us. Maybe. I hope it's something a little <laughs> different. But it's also being um, marketed as like a sitcom. Ugh. And. If you're doing a sitcom with, like, lawyers, mm. I'm thinking Ally McBeal is, like, yeah. the template for that. Gross. And I'm, that's a bit nerve-wracking, Gross. too. So, I don't want to prejudge. Let's just say I'm not going into it with high expectations. Right. So, yeah. maybe that's the best way to go into these things. All right. So, until we all get launched into space, mm. die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> From earthquakes. We won't be back if we die horribly. No. Man. Our ghosts will keep doing this podcast. <laughs> it won't know that we've stopped. <laughs> They'll just be like, hey, what show did we watch this week? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Must yeah. have been garbage. It'll be like our unfinished business that yeah. our ghosts would do. And like people who live in our house after us will be like, I hear the sound of podcasting in the room. <laughs> Anyway, we love you. You're we'll not a funny ghost. <laughs> we'll see you next week for <laughs> She-Hulk. Bye. Love you.